Welcome back to the Christchurch Real Estate Podcast. You've got me, your host, Nathan Broughton. And today on episode number 37, we're going to look at the topic of thinking backwards. Always start with the end in mind. Let's go. Welcome back to the show. You've once again got me, your host, Nathan. And today, this topic is uh, its come out of a, a phone call I had with one of my on Monday mornings, I do these 15-minute free property consulting calls. If you want to get on one of these, uh, the, the links are down below, or they're on my website, or on my socials, you'll find them somewhere. And it was a client who's looking at doing some flips, or doing a flip. So his question to me was, uh, I've got this house in mind, I want to flip it, where do I sort of start? And I sort of came at it with this realization you've got to start with the end in mind and work your way backwards. So this is a, a strategy I use with a lot of my different investing and when I'm helping people do things. But before we get into it, I've just got to run through really quickly our disclaimer. So none of the information provided here is financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. The information provided is educational only. It's general in nature and does not take into account your personal circumstances. Please do your own due diligence and before making any financial or investment decisions, please seek a professional for your financial needs. That being said, I'm going to share with you some ideas and some tips that are going to help you with your investing, with buying property, whether it's a flip or a buy and hold property. These are going to help you just with your more strategic thinking. You're going to be looking at the end goal and working backwards. So what do I mean by thinking backwards? So I'm always thinking about the end goal. So I'm going to split this up into two different uh, two different parts. They're, they're similar, but they've got a few nuanced differences. So we're going to start with flipping. That seems to be the flavor of the month. Every second phone call I get is people wanting help with flipping. They want to know what to do, how to do it, what tax do you pay, what entity do we want to do it in. So there's there's lots of sort of technical questions around that. But you kind of want to start with the end in mind. So if you don't know what, what a flip is, is you buy a property you do some sort of renovation, you, you enhance the property, and then you on-sell it, hoping to make a profit. You're going to pay about half of your profit in tax. You've got GST and you've got income tax, and you keep the rest. So hopefully the what you've got left is worth the time and effort you put into it. So that, in essence, that is a flip. So with a flip, what you're going to do is you want to think of who is going to be buying this property Who's the end buyer? Is it a first home buyer? Is it a family? Is it an, another investor who you've created great cash flow that they can buy? So if you start with the end in mind and work your way backwards, you'll be in a good position. So the kind of flips that are, are quite popular are flipping a property and then on selling to a first home buyer. So a first home buyer, generally they're going to max out their borrowing with the purchase price. So they can't then afford to go and do a renovation and to tidy the property up. So what you're doing is you're going to be buying something that is 
tired, that is distressed, that needs a new kitchen, it needs paint, it needs carpet, it needs landscaping, whatever it needs, you're going to do the work, package it up in a really nice, um, tidy, presentable house, and then on-sell that to the first-home buyer. So that's what I'm talking about when I say always start with the end in mind. So the end of the flipping process is the sale. So who it is that you're selling it to. And then you can work back, what do you need to do to the property to make that work for that purchaser? So what renovation is needed? How much is that going to cost? Can you afford to do that and then on sell it and still make a profit? Um, the availability of materials, of labor, how, when, is it, when are you going to do it? There's two really good weeks to buy uh, coming up, the two weeks before Christmas. But if you're going to get stuck into a renovation straight away, you're going to struggle to do that between mid-December and mid-January. Uh, New Zealand essentially shuts down. So good luck on that. But the purchasing time, those two weeks before Christmas, uh, are golden. No one wants to know about it. You've, you've got a really open playing field to get in there. But that's slightly off topic. We're going we're gonna to cover that in another podcast coming up shortly. But anyway, back to thinking backwards with the flip in mind. So you know you're going to sell, in this situation, you're going to sell to a first home buyer. You know you're going to put a kitchen in. You're going to paint. You're going to carpet. So as you work your way back, you want to work out how much profit you want. You're going to work out how much the renovation is going to cost. You're going to put a bit of a contingency in. And from there, you can work out your 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 purchase price. So too many people do it the other way around. They, they, they offer on a property what has been asked for. And then they work out all these things. And then hopefully they can make a profit. You want to do it the other way around. Start with the end and work your way back. So let's jump across now to a buy and hold property. So these are the two main types of properties that I'm helping people with, a flip or a buy and hold. And again, the buy and hold, you want to start with the end in mind, like the flip. So with this one, the end in mind with a buy and hold, what does that look like? So that's going to be the end goal is you want to rent the house out to a tenant. Cool. So, so what does that mean working backwards? So you want to work out who that tenant is going to be. Is it a family? Is it a bunch of students? Is it professionals? Is it uh, a retiree in over 60s? So you're going to work out, so who is my ideal tenant? So uh, properties that I have a bit to do with are student properties here in Christchurch. So I'm going to use that as an example. The end goal is you're going to rent this house out to a bunch of students. Cool. Let's come back one step. When do students want to rent the house? So students start looking at properties anywhere from July through to September, October. So we're, we're sort of at the end of end of the period now. So we're, what are we, 16th of October that I'm recording this. We're kind of getting towards the end of when students are looking. And we'll be signing the tenants up from 1 December right through to uh, 31st of November next year. So generally student tenancies go for 12 months. When you start and when you finish, just will just change slightly sort of in that December, January period. So if that's when you want to rent the house out to the tenants, 
my strategy is almost always I buy a house, I do some form of renovation, and then we rent it out. So we're working backwards. We know we want student tenants. We know we want to rent it to them on, let's call it December the 1st. We know that the renovation is going to take us five weeks. So we plan that in. So we want our renovation to be starting sort of mid to end of October. So that's going to give us five or six weeks to get the renovation done to get the students, uh, to get the property ready for the students for December the 1st. So that means we want to be buying the property two or three weeks before that. And that means we're going to be looking at properties June, July, August to be buying, to be renovating, to be ready for December 1. So those are the kind of things I think about when we're looking at starting with the end in mind. And then within the hold, uh, within the buy and hold uh, type of properties that I'm looking at. So again, what renovation is required? So for a student property here in Christchurch, we want to be five or six bedrooms. So am I going to buy a six bedroom property? Probably not. I'm probably going to look at a three or four bedroom property and look at creating bedrooms. Had, a, had one that went to auction last week. I'm going to do a cash flow case study, I think, on this one. This is one that sold. It was a three-bedroom, uh, and it's got plenty of potential to be adding on another three to make it into a six-bedroom, which will be a pretty good return for uh, the guy who just bought it. So you're working out what renovations are needed. You, as I say, you're working, you're working back towards the start. So for six bedrooms, you're going to want two or three bathrooms. And if it doesn't have those bathrooms or the ability to create those bathrooms without a consent, you're going to have to put extra time frame in to get the consent. Does it have, uh, does it need external cabins? This is a thing you can do up to 30 square meters with no consent. Does it have the land size a available to put those in. So you're just looking at all those things and all these things are going to be changing your time frame, pushing your time frame either out or bringing it back in, depending on what you need to do to have it finished, because we know our end date is December 1, that's when the tenants want to be moving in. So thinking backwards, it, it can get a little bit tricky if it's the first time doing this, but if you're starting out, always think, what is my end goal? work backwards, do your timeline, do your renovation schedule, put your contingency in, and you're going to come back to a really well-formed out plan of attack for that property to buy and hold or to flip. So that's that's pretty much it. That is how I sort of attack these thinking backwards strategies. Always start with the end in mind. We're going to wrap that up there. Thank you once again for listening. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Till then, see you all.